Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for spirit, travel, and magic the gathering. On this episode, I'm going to give you my top five in modern for Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Then, Channel Fireball wants to get back to normal. Hmm. And then finally, the shout out section, where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. You ready? I hope so. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, a.k.a. DeBlanco, a medium that weighs an extra, extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MDG Ectoplasm, or you can reach out to me directly at MDG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job, or I shouldn't quit my day job? And then finally, mtgectoplasm.com, where I post the latest and greatest episodes. And if you want to donate or sponsor an episode just like the one you're listening to right now, you can do that there. Now, I got a humble request that I ask of you every single week, and I hope you can do it for me this week continuing. That if this is the first time you listen or you've listened to every uh episode that i've done from this point do me a favor there's a follow like subscribe button somewhere underneath here all right just hit that button for me remember i'm not charging you a dime a dollar a ruble a nikki uh inti uh a peso a, a euro i'm not charging you anything all right just asking you kindly do me the favor hit that button for me so you can see when the latest and greatest episodes come up and then tell your friends and family about me. You know, if they're in the magic, they might be into me too. I'm just saying, you know, I like me, you, you like me. I hope we like each other. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, now that the pleasantries are over and said and done with, it is now time. It is now time for me to get to Innistrad Midnight Hunt. Now, in the past rev- previous episodes, you've heard me uh, talk with guests uh, like Mr. Velko. We've heard from uh, Dr. Ketz. Uh, and we discussed, you know, the direction of Innistrad Midnight Hunt. We've discussed with Dr. Ketz, we went through and discussed uh, how we fed, felt about spirits in pioneer and also modern but it's now time for me to give you and share with you the top five cards that i think will see modern play okay not specifically in spirits in general but i'm saying modern play now i know some of you are going well dwight you're seeing this so ambiguously should we expect to see spectral adversary i'm going to be honest with you and humble you will not see that in my top five hell it didn't even make my honorable mentions the reason why is that i'm not down on that card i just think it doesn't fit the current need i think it's a great card i think there's opportunity for it to be used uh in the near future but it doesn't fit the need that we're looking for currently in the spirit tribe I think Watsy wants to do something unique and special with spirits 
and we have to wait and see. So that's why I'm I'm actually holding off to see what happens in Innistrad Crimson Vow to really you know sit there and say mm, maybe we have a a a great card for spirits. I'm not saying that I'm not going to put it in my main deck in my Azorius deck. I probably will. I'm going to test it out to see if it's even worth it to be in the deck. And hell, I'm building right now my mono blue snow build, and I have four uh, spectral uh, adversaries in there currently because I want to test them out. I just want to make sure that, you know, I dot the I's, cross the T's, and make sure, you know, uh, I provide you the best information for my spirit tribe, my my uh, spirit squad, as Andre Seguero would say. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, here in my formerly chocolatey stained fingers, because I did have chocolate cake earlier this evening, thanks to my wonderful wife. Thank you, dear. I have my honorable mentions. Now, in my first honorable mention, guess what? There is a spirit, but it's not the one you may think about, and it's Willowgeist. Willowgeist is one green. It's a tree folk spirit. It has trample. And it's a 1-1. And it states, whenever one or more cards leave the graveyard, put a plus one, plus one counter on Willowgeist. When Willowgeist dies, you gain life equal to its power. Now, this is a one-mana creature with a potential of a lot of plus one, plus ones. And right now, the decks that I really see this fitting in, I see it fitting in Dredge and potentially the Golgari Yagmoth deck. Uh, I think there's room for improvement for this card. Um, and because it's a one-mana creature with Trample, like I said, there's room to grow. So I'm interested to see exactly what brewers end up coming and doing with this particular card. Now, I did put an adversary in also in the honorable mentions, and that's intrepid adversary it's one white and a one white and a one generic it's a human scout with lifelink it's a three one okay it says when intrepid adversary enters the battlefield you may pay one generic and a white any a number of times you may pay the cost one or more times and put that many valor counters on intrepid adversary creatures you control get plus one plus one for each valid counter on Intrepid Adversary. Now, I think this is a great card. I think it fits very well in humans. And it's a beater. It's a true beater. It The thing is that it gets bigger and bigger and helps out the spirit tribe. Uh, sorry, it helps out the human tribe. Now, I want to be honest with you. By paying an additional white and one, it's expensive to sit there and play, pay for an anthem effect. Okay, so if you think about it, it comes into play with a white and one, and then you have to pay an additional white and one. You're paying four for this card. But what are you getting? You're getting an anthem, get your creatures bigger, and also it becomes a 4-2 with lifelink. It's a hell of a bonus. It's not bad. Now, is it one of the best ones? Mm, no, it's not the best adversary. Sorry. Then the last 
honorable mention card. I know some of you are going to go, Dwight, are you kidding me? This is honorable mention and not in your top five. Well, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm saying it that way because I was really torn on this card because there's another card very comparable to it that we're currently using in Modern and Pioneer. And the question is, does it fit? Where does it fit? Now, for people that are playing the is it decks, you know, or potentially a blue graveyard deck, which I don't know anything except probably is it uh, is it prowess prowess with the the new dragon in there. I think consider fits, and that's in my honorable mentions. Consider consider is one blue instant. Look at the top card of your library. You may put that card in your graveyard and then draw a card. What I love about this card is it can trip. It, you know, how many times you get to play a card and draw a card? Wonderful. I love that. But the cool thing about this card, too, is that you get to look at the top card of your library and you get to decide, do, does it stay there or does it go into the graveyard? Do I mail it? Now, there are certain decks that see benefit in belling. Me, personally, I'd rather put the card underneath just in case if there's a mill deck, it doesn't mill. I'm not milling myself out. Just That's that's just me. That's just, that's how I think. Now, I think this card is great. My question is, what will the blue players in the Is It decks do? Are they going to stick with Opt? Or are they going to go with Consider? Me, personally, for their decks, I would consider Consider. So those are my honorable mentions. Willowgeist, Intrepid Adversary, and Consider. Now comes my top five. I hope you're excited because I know some of you are going to be like, mm. especially on my first one. Ready? It's an adversary. Surprise, surprise, surprise. I am a fan of this card. Big fan. I see huge potential for it, even though it's nowhere near to its brother, sister. I don't know how you want to call it, but it's not like Snapcaster. And that's Bloodthirsty Adversary. Big fan of this card. Bloodthirsty Adversary is a one generic and red vampire. It has haste and is a 2-2. When Bloodthirsty Adversary enters the battlefield, you may pay two generic and a red any a number of times. When you pay this cost one or more times, put that many plus one plus one counters on Bloodthirsty Adversary, then exile up to that many target instants or sorceries within the mana value of three or less from your graveyard and copy them. You may cast any number of these copies without their mana cost. Think about that, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you're paying three mana, a red and two generic, to remove an instant of sorcery from your graveyard to copy a mana, a, a card that's three mana, two mana, or one mana. I don't know what the problem is. I think that's great, especially if you're paying three mana for it. Oh, not a problem. I'm technically paying five mana and getting a card for my graveyard 
uh, that does not have flashback. I mean, what could go wrong with that? And especially a vampire at the two mana? Vampires has been needing a card that adds a little bit of, I, I guess the French call it the je ne sais quoi, the little bit of I don't know what. I guess a little bit more interaction I think the vampires need. Now, I think this deck fits very well in mid-range decks. That's right, mid-range decks and combo decks because the fact that it's it's versatile at the two-mana spot. Now, certain cards that I think that could end up getting abused for this is Faithful Absence. That's right, a white card. The other card I think that I'll end up getting abused with this, and you'll be surprised, is Crashing Footfalls. That's right, I said it, Crashing Footfalls. Think about how crazy would it be that you get to repeat Rhinos again. The question is, will it be in the deck? I don't know. Maybe in the sideboard, but I think there's huge potential for this card. It, like somebody said, it reminded me of uh, Goblin Dark Dwellers, and I think that's that that's a bravo uh, thought process there. Where you know it does remind me a little bit of Goblin Dark Dwellers, in a sense. That's my fifth card. At number four, I ended up choosing Rite of Harmony. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, Rite of Harmony. It's a green and white instant. Whenever a creature or an enchantment enters the battlefield under your control, this turn, draw a card. It also has flashback to generic, a green, and a white. You may cast this card from the graveyard for its flashback cost, then exile it. Now you're going to go, Dwight, what's so great about this card? You have to pay an you know, green and white, and then if you pay, play an instant, oh, sorry, if you play an enchantment or a creature, you get to draw a card this turn? How's that good? Well, let me take you back to a card that currently is banned in modern. That card is Glimpse of Nature. It's one mana for a sorcery. This here is a white-green instant. So it's just one white more. white One white mana more. Now, the reason why Glimpse of Nature ended up getting banned is because of its combo potential. There's a lot of cards out there that could work extremely well with this, and that's why it ended up getting banned, the Glimpse of Nature. Now, do I have a feeling that Rite of Harmony will get banned? No, I think it fits right with the uh, two exact mana. If it was green and a generic, maybe, but a green and white, definitely not. Uh, I think Watsi did a good job creating this card, and I actually see this and potentially see the rise of Enchantress decks. Just food for thought there, ladies and gentlemen. Enchantress decks starting to come, starting to evolve. And you know what? Brewers really love that synergy. They love the interaction of Enchantress. 
Now, at my number three, faithful, uh, faithful mending. Faithful mending. Let me just tell you, this card is great. I love this card. A white, a blue, an instant. You gain two life. You draw two cards and then discard two cards. It also has flashback for one generic, a white, and a blue. You may cast this card from your graveyard for its flashback cost. And then you exile it. I love this card. I think it's great. I think it's phenomenal because it's the first time we actually get to see in the Zorius colors. And it's like the uh, baby sister of what? Faithful, fa uh, faithless looting. I really, 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 really love this card. It fits well in Jeskai decks and also control decks. Why? Because if you're looking for that key card uh, for a combo or if you're looking... Uh, especially if you're a control player and you don't have the, uh, let's say, counter in your hand or some way to remove a creature from play, well, I'd rather give up what's in my hand and draw a card to, to potentially get what I need. And the fact that it has flashback, it's great. Two life, what could go wrong? There are moments, especially in control decks, where you wish you had a, a little bit more life because, you know what? The amount of life that you have at 20 is just never enough, especially in control decks. Now, in my number two spot is Champion of the Perished. Champion of the Perished is one black mana zombie. One, one. And it reads, whenever another zombie enters the battlefield under your control, put a plus one, plus one counter on it put on uh, champion of the perished now if you've been living under a rock and don't you know i understand there's plenty of rocks out there that are big enough for people to live under this is nothing more than champion of the perished who died and came back to life as a zombie and if you know what champion of the perish did is whenever a human came into play it got a plus one plus one counter on it this is the card that made humans sing. There was this, this was the one mana card that made humans what it is. And I'm going to tell you right now, this is the card that will make zombies a deck now. It will be in modern. Are there certain cards that need to be added? I don't think so. I think there's enough zombies out there, more than even spirits that are out there, more than elementals out there. There's a lot of zombies. Zombies have been out here since the creation of Magic the Gathering. And I think it's about damn time that zombies become a tribal staple in modern. Okay, we have merfolk, we have humans, uh, we have spirits. Uh, basically, you name it, we have it. And it's about damn time that, you know what, zombies get their time. I feel bad for the werewolf people, but it's zombies' time to shine. So I'm big, 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 big fan of Champion of the Perished. Now, at my number one spot, I'm going to surprise many people. I didn't go with a mythic. Hell, I didn't go with a rare. 
I went with an uncommon. And I'll explain to you why after I read the card. It's Infernal Grasp. One generic in a black instant. Destroy target creature. You lose to life. Now, why did I pick this card at my number one spot? Ladies and gentlemen, this is an instant with no downside. None. None whatsoever. For those that are new to magic and, and like rookies and new to like think, oh, I'm at 20 life and I lose two life because this creature, and yeah, yeah, I don't want to be down to 18. Understand, your life is a resource. That's part of the game, ladies and gentlemen. But to have a card, an instant, that can kill every single creature on the board, no matter what color, what background it is, the only thing that it cannot do is stop indestructible. You kidding me? That's amazing. When I started playing Magic the Gathering, I was playing with Terror. Destroyed. There was a black and a generic instant. You could uh, you couldn't kill artifact creatures or uh, black creatures. Look at this, ladies and gentlemen. Just remember what I said. I was playing with terror. Couldn't kill black creatures or creature or artifact creatures. This here, I can destroy target creature. I just lose to life. I can kill anything and everything, and it doesn't matter the color. That's wonderful. This is a great, 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 great card. And I'm actually surprised. I've gone out there and I've seen people's presentations like, oh, what they think are their great cards. Now, ladies and gentlemen, this is the it card. You know, there are chase rares out there. You know, you have your Renin Sevens, you have your Teferis, you have this, you have. To me, I love this card. I think it's great. I wish spirits. I wish this was a white card so I can play it in spirits. Well, you know, in spirits, you know, we ended up getting, oh, geez, what was the card that I mentioned? Uh, Faithful Absence. So I'm not going to complain about that. But there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, that was my top five in modern, the Innistrad Midnight Hunt, uh, Hunt. I'm sorry, and I'll give you the honorable mentions: Willow Geist, Intrepid Adversary, and Consider. And number five, third, uh, third, Bloodthirsty Adversary. Number four, Rite of Harmony. Number three, Faithless Mending. Number two, Champion of the Perished. And then finally, number one, Infernal Grasp. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's on to segment numero dos, number two. I had to say it in Spanish just because I wanted to roll my tongue. So, in segment number two, I want to talk about Channel Fireball. And I want to applaud Channel Fireball. Congratulations, Channel, Ball, Channel Fireball. I congratulate you, not because you're a big store you know you know that sells magic cards buys magic cards trades magic cards that you have people uh former champions uh grand prix winners 
uh, Hall of Famers like Luis Gard Fargus and all the other guys, people who write uh, stories and uh, tells you how to write, or like write articles or tell you the ins and outs of certain cards. I applaud them for that, but I applaud them for this. They are going to be handing, uh, they are going to be holding a large event coming up, like a Grand Prix. It's going to be held in Las Vegas, November 19th through the 21st. So it's around my birthday. I'm a little excited. I wish I could go, but my wife won't let me anywhere near Vegas because she knows what happens in Vegas. Dwight stays in Vegas. So with that being said, this Grand Prix held in Las Vegas will have $50,000. It will be for modern and also Crimson Vow Limited. Pretty fun. I think the fact that Channel Fireball wants to go back to normalcy. Now, I don't know if you've been following card games as much as I have. Uh, there's a, a game of Flesh and Blood. I'm not familiar with the card game at all. I've seen it at the local L, at the LGSs, but I've never played it, never bought it, never did anything with it. But I know F- Flesh and Blood ended up having a tournament in Las Vegas, and it went exceptionally well. And I think it's the first time we're actually seeing us going back to normal. Yes, I understand that there's still the pandemic out there. And everybody's still nervous about the, you know, the uh, Delta variant. But I think what's going on, it feels good to start having these events begin right now. And I would like it to grow and expand. And I um end up hoping i really am praying that it ends up coming to my home state of new jersey i hope it comes here now the cool thing about this is that they're asking people okay to mask up no matter what no answers buts about it that's everybody no excuses everybody masks up i don't see the problem with it you don't want to wear a mask you don't have to play you can play with your own play group this is what they want. This is what they choose. Fine. Have at it. They're also asking that if you show up, then, you know, if you've been vaccinated, bring your card. I'm okay with that. If you're not vaccinated, they're going to ask you to go get tested the day before the event and show that you're negative. I'm okay with that. You know, we don't want to make other people ill, other people sick. We want to make sure it's a calm, respective community event. This is not a moment where we want to sit there and point fingers and be political and yada, yada, throw politics out, ladies and gentlemen. This is a card game where we come to have fun, share our unity uh, for the game. That's it. Nothing more, nothing less. So I'm saying right now, Wherever you stand, wherever you're aligned, you don't have to go. But if you do go, be respectful for one another. Okay? 
Now, they're going to be like normal. They're going to have uh, games. They're, if you don't want to play the main events, they're going to have side events, which is awesome. You get to trade cards with your friends and uh, friends and uh, new friends that you make. You'll be able to buy from vendors and trade in your old stuff from to the vendors. They, they're going to have artists there so you can get your autographs or potentially get a card altered. How great is that? We're, go- we're slowly going back to normal. My only complaint about this is one thing. And it's about the fellas. Okay? I hate to call you guys out. But I've gone to enough of these events for 20 plus years. Okay? I've done states... I've gone to the pre-releases when they were at Rutgers University. I've gone to Worlds. Let me just tell you, great events, great times. But, fellas, I'm going to be honest with you. If you do decide to go, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this because you, you may be a grown-ass adult bathe that's right ladies and gentlemen i sat there and said go to the bathroom jump in the shower hell go to the bathtub turn on the water use the water and soap potentially shampoo if you have hair on top of your head and use it and then when you're done take the towel dry yourself off and then use deodorant and this goes for people who go to lgs's too I'm telling you, the stink on some of you fellas. Now, don't mind me. I'm a big guy, okay? A double X over here, okay? But I have enough decency to bathe, put on deodorant, so I don't come around other people with a pungent aroma, okay? I have enough decency about that. It's not cool. It's not fun, we shouldn't sit in there and be bathing in your stink. Okay? I played against one guy and I had to complain to a judge because I thought I saw fruit flies flying around this individual. He stunk so bad that you could see a vulture nearly fall off its perch because of the smell. It nearly died from this individual. So... Please, ladies and gentlemen, if you go, don't forget your COVID card or get tested. Don't forget your fun decks. Don't forget to, you know, just have fun. Have a great time. But bathe and use deodorant. I can't believe I have to say that, ladies and gentlemen, but hell, I want things to go back to normal. And fellas, if there are young ladies there who play Magic the Gathering, it's a great time, you know. Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is this, my name is that. Next thing you know, you might found wifey. You know what I mean? And nothing beats a uh, wifey that plays Magic the Gathering. Both of you are addicted on cardboard crack. Just saying. Now, before I get to segment number three, I want to say that the shout-out section is sponsored this week by Rec Productions. That's right. This is a group that I've been working with hands-on and hands-off. They're the ones who worked with me on my 50th episode when I brought Andre Seguera, the Spirit Master, onto the show. 
What happens is I'm working with a gentleman named James, and on Thursday nights at 9 p.m. on Twitch at the Rec Production channel, that's right, Rec Productions, that's W-R-E-C-K, the letter D, Productions, we do a show called The Weekly Catch-Up with Handsome and the Other Guy. If you're thinking, Dwight, are you the handsome one? Have no fear, have no thoughts, have no worries. Just watch the show and you'll go, hey, you know, Dwight's a looker. Or you'll just go, Ugh. Hopefully you won't say that because I, I, I think I'm cute. Just saying. I'm a positive, I have a positive, you know, positive self-image about myself and high self-esteem. That's all I can say about that. So don't forget, this Thursday, 9 p.m. on Twitch, on the Wrecked, W-R-E-C-K, the letter D, Productions, the weekly catch-up with Handsome and the other guy. I just watched the show. I would humbly appreciate it. You'll laugh, you'll giggle. Hell, you just might pee a little. Just a little, not too much. And you won't poop your pants unless you've had a bad burrito and then I feel bad for you. So now to segment number three, and that's the shout-out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme. So if you didn't make it this time, have no fear, have no worry. Guess what? There's more weeks in the year, and all of us in the Spirit Tribe will be rooting for you until you get there. And even when you get there, we'll still keep on rooting for you no matter what. So in historic, September 29th, first place in a mono blue snow build came a platinum mythic ranked player. Whomever you are, congratulations. Thank you for being the best player in historic on September 29th and getting in first place. In pioneer, September 23rd, 5-0 with a band build, and it's Bruni. Bruninoho. Bruninoho. Congratulations. Going 5-0 with a band build September 23rd. On September 27th, 5-0 in a band build. Dio Ferreria. Jesus. And Dio Ferreria. D-I-O-F-E-R-R-E-I-R-A. Okay, so it doesn't so people don't go, damn, don't you put you the hell out of that one. <laughs> and then September twenty eighth, first place with the Nazorius build. Welcome back, Bandit Keith. Congratulations for proving that Spirits is the best in Pioneer. And then finally, in Modern. September twenty eighth, in a 5-0 build with Bant, the man, the myth, the legend. He's back, ladies and gentlemen. And who could that be? Dr. Quella. Congratulations, Dr. Queller, for going out there, kicking ass in modern, and proving, guess what? You know what? No matter what flavor you pick in spirits, you know what? We're going to kick some ass. We're going to take some names. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what we do. That's how we roll. Because we're spirits. You know what I mean? You follow. You capiche. Hey, away. So with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching or listening to the show. Don't forget to hit that follow subscribe button. I would humbly appreciate it. And if you have any questions, issues, you know how to get out to me on Twitter and at my email, mtgectoplasm at gmail.com. With that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the next time you're sitting there playing magic, make sure when you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's Bushi. I'll see you guys next time. I'm out of here.